August 20th, 2008. It's the Watt from Pedro Show. Thank <laughs> you. 
Neil Cassidy. Oh, really, really, Neil. His first love was the automobile. He drove a 34 Ford with suicide doors and a stick shift on the floor, dragging down Maine to Colfax Avenue, jumping in the back seat boulevard, kicked back and watching asses in the rear view, cruising past the high school, clock on the dash reading 10:18 past the neon diner last stop for benzedrine and onward to another scene chicks would rob a joint just to buy him food one hand on the wheel and the other in her mood the blue-eyed kid and the wild-eyed bobby soxer california surfer tarot card sharks and word shooters found Anne marie in frisco like a hurricane cock didn't need the sexual freedom league driving with me with white pills and pot, but was really addicted to the wheel. Come back to old San Francisco, flower children all over the street, <clears throat> carried starstruck Anne-Marie in his arms. <clears throat> the Denver kid, he never returns. Traded her old Chevrolet coupe for a Pontiac. Up the hills, down the curves, gear in, gear out, pump the brakes. Old Mother Ginsburg, backseat driving, turning towards the Avalon. The door is arriving. Driving down the van nest, jumping parking meters. One hand on the gear shift, the other copping a feel. One hand up her dress, the other on the wheel. Stole a car in Denver just to hear it peel. Just like driving in the races. Stole a car in Denver just to hear it squeal. He moved so fast. He had one foot in Cincinnati and the other in Kalamazoo. Women knew just what to do, and I wanted to be him to be true. Parked in front of Gulf Street in a 50 red and white Plymouth Fury, 
just back from seeing Karak in a hurry. <clears throat> Patrol car in the mirror, the old white and blacks, drove past someone with little white pills heading into town. He jumped in the driver's seat and spun that fury around. The roads were paved with powder, and all the way to Mexico, and train tracks shined in the moon. Did hard time for two reefers, and came out smoking some boo. First road warrior never knew what he did wrong to. This is for Ronnie Ratback, Robert Branneman. He was in the Doors movie. Rapid Ronnie Ratback Jive, Kansas, 1955. Doc Moonlight bought a brand new T-Bird from writing scripts, amphetamines, drove fast hard bodies over the high steps. Fifty years ago, his daddy bought a mare in Dodge City. Wyatt Earp's grandson now owns a car lot in Wichititi. Life on the high plains, borrowed in a pile of loans. I drove. Ronnie handed me pounds selected poems. Outside Zips Club, we smoked and pissed. Inside Pack Rat picked his base in bliss. His eyes rolled back in closed fret. Scoop up to do. De bip to bip. From hip to hip to hop. Beedy bop. Next set. Like cat cartoon. Characters boing back. Swinging man on an astrological star. His nose inhalers packed behind the bar. Candy wrappers, cosmos and benzedrine, dragnet, luncheonette, make the scene, play it straight. If fate says best, really bad, half sad, oh fay, oh say, shuffle on down and slide away from the mass. Want a smizzoke, a jizzoint of grizzass. Robert, Rapid, Ronnie, Razamutin, Ranamuk, Thief, Pimp, Artist, Hood, Alias, Barbital, Bob, Stud, Under the Neon of Zips Club, His Subterranean Bellhop Boyhood Frores, Met Kansas Big Intersections Wild Mores, By the Light, from the stained glass windows he sketched pictures between the shows illuminated in gold faced fading stories he saw his dreams fly specked with glory he stuffed his pocket with dopes and dates of whores while he gazed too far beyond the gaily painted doors rapid Ronnie Rides the moonlight high, pack rat, scoffed pills, and played a melodic, drank oxybiotic that made him neurotic. Jimmy Mammy, just out of the joint, heard Big Indian was gonna steal Doc's Thunderbird. Ronnie went along reciting Pound's verse. Riding the terrible crossroad of the universe. Big Indian 
let out a yell of centuries of pain, drove into the bulldog's tractor-trailer lane. Jimmy Mammy broke a jaw and lay in years of highs. Ronnie grew old and secret under California skies. Big Indian lay dead, his eyes confused, staring at the heavens forever wider than his moon's new earth that refused him shelter from the great white spider. What, from Pedro's show? Um, started off this uh, August 20th, 2008 edition. It's been three weeks. Sorry, but um, a bunch of stuff um, came up. Um, wasn't able to do a show. Because I would have, if I could have. But I couldn't. So I didn't. <laughs> hey, brother it Matt. makes total sense. Howdy. Um, well, this makes more sense. We started the show off John Coltrane doing um, Route 4. And after that was uh, Charles Plymel doing a poem of his live uh, sometime last year. For Neil Cassidy, we lived with for a time in San Francisco. Neil Cassidy, otherwise known as Dean Moriarty in the On the Road book. Cowboy Neil at the wheel. Yeah. I think a Denver cat, Mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken. Charlie's from Wichita. Now, Charlie, the last tour run for Stooges, uh, a lot of interesting things. But one of them was uh, between two gigs, New York City and Baltimore, um, there was a day off and I took the train to Philly and did a gig with Charlie Mr. Oh, Charles yeah. Blymel yeah. Oh, cool. something that Byron Coley put on and I read two poems and then played uh, solo bass while Charlie uh, read poems and uh, that was very interesting Maybe I should uh, yeah, kill the fucking monitor. <laughs> no more stereo watt, but that's okay. Um, so um, uh, he did a version of this Neil poem. He did a lot of stuff. And uh, pretty much a pants shooter for me. I mean, to read the poems first, then get on the bass. and uh, Well, the bass is the first gig I ever done with it. For everybody out there, I don't have a little bass anymore. Big donate. After the Montreal gig on the 4th of February. February. (laughs) August. (laughs) Wasn't that long ago. Two weeks and two days. We had a great gig at this, uh, uh, some Indian word, uh, Oshinaga, I think. Uh, Festival of Montreal, beautiful thing. Uh, we went on after Cap Power. Cap Power was great. Got to see Jim White and Sean again. She sang her brains out, and we went up there. And so the little bass had to go out. It went out with a strong gig, I think. And uh, 
Well, we didn't know it yet because in the morning when we were about to uh, go to Toronto, the next gig, a uh, truck which was parked out in front of the front hatch of the tail was gone. They found it the next day, about five blocks away. Everything cleared out except for uh, two mic stands. I was philosophical about it. I thought, well, you know, I had to go. There was a weird thing that happened in the gig. Uh, we were playing L.A. Blues. Now, I'm not that gentle with bass and stuff. So I had a, a big, long screws for the strap, you know. And sure enough, in L.A. Blues, the strap came off. I was fucking him accidentally on purpose. And um, it was a little rough. A little soft and gentle, but not... not. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the screw on the bottom. I don't know what you call them. You know, it's the front and the bottom. The one that's... Uh, towards my right side when I'm playing. It came out, and she didn't hit the deck. I caught her, but it was like, whoa. Then when I thought about it the next day, it was like, maybe she was trying to tell me, uh, yeah, you got to let go, Watt. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's out there. Uh, I, You know, like I said, I was philosophical about it. In a way, I was feeling much more sorry for uh, Ronnie Scotty losing their stuff. Ronnie lost two uh, signature Reverend guitars and two stacks of Marshalls. Scotty lost his drum set. The two mic stands were left, and those are eggs, and their legs are cut short and kind of valuable collector thing. So now <clears throat> got home and then did three uh, warp tour gigs with uh, Tom and Raul, missing man, and uh, the last one here was in Carson. You went to that, brother Matt. Yeah. And uh, a Montreal promoter was there. I'm uh, old friends with the Warped Tour boss, Kevin. And he introduced me to this cat. He knows Diane Webster, a guy. I've done a lot of gigs with in Montreal. And Hey, Watt, I hope you don't hate the town. In fact, I did a lot of... I put the word... The Road Boss Eric had me put the word out, you know, and it got on everything. AP Wire and the Canadian Broadcast Company... Um, maybe three radio ones and two TV ones, interviews I did on it, and they were all concerned that I was going to hate their town. And I had to tell them, you know, that I, I was robbed in San Pedro here with a gun, and Georgie's bad, in fact. And I didn't move. When those things happen. I don't hate the town. So anyway, this promoter man was telling me, expressing the same kind of things. Then he said he was talking with Montreal police, and a lot of this has been happening in the last six, seven months. And uh, th their thoughts, it's some uh, mafia, Russian mafia, uh, kind of expert gang thing, uh, putting shit in cans and then uh, shipping it overseas oh. right away. So, I don't know. Uh, I look forward to going to Russia in September. We got a gig in St. Petersburg and one in Moscow with the Stooges. And uh, I know it's a little rough now. Uh, pro problems in Georgia. And, yeah. But uh, hopefully it calms all out and uh, all the. There was a weird op ed piece in the 
New York Times, my, Michael Gorbachev, you know, and I mean the whole idea of war for a solution for anything, but uh, I hope it gets calmed out and. Uh, Yeah, it's hard to find words for it. You want a calm kind of thing. Yeah, maybe we go over there and play some music and uh, it'll be okay. <laughs> for sure, don't want them to feel afraid. And uh, a trippy thing about that thievery and stuff was. The next gig was Toronto, and there was uh, the Gibson people there. Let me use a bass for the gig. Ronnie called it Johnny One Note because yeah, it wasn't sound like it kind of looked like my other one, a powder blue. But this cat named Andy drove up from Constableville, New York, a little town upstate, and he gave me a well. He thought it was in 1965, but I found. Now, with some research with the serial numbers and the product codes on the volume and tone controls, it's a 1969 Gibson EB3. Wow! And uh, the first gig I played with it was backing up. Right on Andy, how cool! Charlie, yeah. So now I call it the Andy bass. Righteous. Yeah. And Pat Smear gave me a germs uh, circle to put on it. And Don Bowles gave me a shirt. Uh, the blue circle, you know, he did the Olympics. So I wore it over the flannel. He was always kind of hot. A little bit. I said, fuck it. I'm going to wear it. Had the collar out. He gets rocked. my England flannel. I got up close so I could hear you guys. Because you could get to hear all the bands at once. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way the warp Tour, there's maybe 85, 90 bands and maybe 8, 10 stages. And they're setting up in a parking lot. So some of the stages ain't that far away from each other. So... Yeah, it's you kind of miming on it. Yeah, you know? close to you, you're okay, though. Okay. <laughs> or you get a neat kind of blend, a meld of uh, band flavor. <laughs> hey, there's a knock at the hatch here, Brother Matt. Maybe it's Miss Peak. Hey, it is. Welcome. Oh, Miss Peak, welcome aboard. Yeah, wow. slam that hatch. <laughs> Do the Muay Thai on it. I mean the uh, multiple. Right. What's it called? Thank you. Multiple martial art discipline. That's right. The door gets it. You got to come up with a better handle for that. Yeah. Well, I will save those things for you. For me. Let's speak. Let's speak. Hi. Now use the boom voice. <laughs> booster. Booster. The, the peak okay. booster. Yes, please. Please sedate me with every drugs you have. It's just cerveza, Pete. <laughs> Ethanol. Chips. Ciao. Ceviche. Ceviche. Brother Matt got some on the way. Home from work. Thank uh, you. We're talking about a warp tour. <laughs> I saw you. I saw you too. Miss Peak uh, accompanied us to all three gigs. Cool. Except bailed out. Last day? Last day. I had enough, yeah. They cut out early? Yeah, I kind of had. I thought your skin could take the sun. 
Well, yeah, well, apparently Raymond not. came too, you know. Oh, yeah? I brought him. Cool. Oh, he was standing like feet from you. Yeah. <laughs> Within feet. Yeah, like about 12. 12 feet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had to be like one of the tallest guys there. Yeah. The average age kind of young? Average age was like six, seven. No. <laughs> Not that young, but there was some kids with their parents. <laughs> and punk rock parents. parents. I met some parents there because it was a it was a hassle to go to the uh, ATM. They had all that stuff to buy, and there was no ATM. <laughs> yeah, you know, so and there was no in and out. But there's an ATM on the other side of Home Depot Center. Right. And one of the guards would let you go in and out if yeah. you brought back and showed them the receipt with your oh, stuff. What? So he had this little system going. So I yeah. got over there. It was like a half hour wait. When I left, it was like a two hour wait. Oh, <laughs> the damn! Lines they put up. But I wow. met some some parents over there. <laughs> yeah, that was a trip. There, you know, there was a group in the early '80s in Orange County called Parents of Punkers. I mean, it was like a, a support group. You mm-hmm. know, what are we going to do? Our kids are punk. Now look at this. <laughs> the They're punker cool. parents bringing their kids yeah. to the punk shows. I mean. Um, Albeit the punk shows are a little different, but I think Kevin Lyman puts on a, a good thing there, man. A lot of cats get their shot now. What they do with their shot? Yeah, we need to stoke the originality fires. They don't know how open the the trip is. They don't, they don't have to really go to formula, man. You could do, and Kevin for the last four gigs putting on that old school stage. That was so that was great. Great. That was cool. Sorry. That was a, you know, some of those guys I hadn't seen in a long time. How long has they put on the old school stage? Like, how many years? No, I think maybe maybe they did one day last year, but this was the first time they did a couple days, four days. But but happening? Oh, fuck. I think that's the 14th. This wow. is the 14th. Um... Fear, Dickies, those bands have been around for 30 years. Mm. Levy Ving is living in uh, SoCal again. It was great to see him, man. He was cooking. Dickies. He's got a whole new version of Fear. All right, slowly but surely, I've been reviewing how much I don't know about anything. Because you're like, okay, did you get the pictures of the Dickies and stuff? I'm like, okay, I didn't know who they were. The Dickies are the band that played after. The uh, one with the cow suit in the base. Germs. Right? Hello. Um, There's a ton of people are walking in. A ton. <laughs> the like, Germs uh, played after... Uh, <laughs> it? The Germs played after... Fear and Fear played after me and Hottie. And before me was uh, DI. This is Wishing I mean, these M- cats. MIA. MIA? Oh, yeah. Tragic thing. You know, I did a gig with them about a year ago and their singer slipped on the ice in Chicago and got killed. Oh, man. Yeah. Nice guy. So they had a, new, a different singer. I think they were originally from Las Vegas and then moved to Orange County. Um, not as old as Fear and, and Dickies and stuff, but Germs. Uh, of course, uh, 
You need anything, you guys? Of course, um, the germs don't have Darby anymore, so it's a lot different. Does this cat know what we're doing the radio show? <laughs> and, Authentic uh, experience. <laughs> and so uh, we got a young man, Shane, singing. But I thought he did a great job. Yeah, they were cool. I mean, that'd be intense shoes to fill. You gotta watch putting stuff on the table because oh, the microphone. Because right. I'm not aware that we're and, doing um, a radio show. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, TSOL too. Jack and Ron and Mike. They were funny. There was a lot of people I hadn't seen for a while. I, I, I've seen Jack in the last couple of years. Of course, Pat and Don. I saw them when they first got back together for that movie. I guess the movie's out now. There's a movie called uh, What We Do is Secret about the germs. And Shane plays Darby in the movie. Oh, right. That's why they call him the actor. I guess he was an actor, too, on TV and stuff. And He's a real nice kid. He's from Louisiana. I really liked him. And, and, and to see the cats from the old days, too. Uh, Stan and Leonard from the Dickies Casey and D.I. Casey was a drummer the first drummer for the adolescents and then he went off to do his own band D.I. all uh, I'm not trying to be uh, I mean I think all the other bands too were great I mean all the younger people the emo and the pop punk and there was a great band from Jacksonville I saw, Florida, called Whole Wheat Bread. Did you see them? Black Power Trio? At first, you know, I was looking at this paper of all the names, and me and Pat thought for sure it was a hippie band by the name. And then when I go, went and checked them out, and uh, they were rocking. They didn't a hippie band at all. And a uh, very interesting band. They wanted to see GBH, but they were I saw them. I saw them. Now, they're from the old days, but they weren't on the old stage no, school, old, old school stage. But then they were from England, so maybe that's why. Because all these dudes, it was all the old school stage bands were SoCal. And I think the connection was uh, Kevin coming up, you know? They were around uh, when he was... Because Kevin comes, he works his way up from... Uh, he didn't start off as a tour boss, you know? He was loader man, helper man. And, uh, yeah, it's a pretty intense, his story. It'd be good to have him on the show. Yeah, cool upgrade from schlepping gear. Uh, making it happen. Yeah, but he still schleps gear if it has to be done. You know, he's <laughs> never... Uh, and that is a hard hustle to run. You know, all them buses, all that stuff. Yeah, that was a huge you, br- you put it up, you tear it down, and you're in the parking lots. It's the longest running U.S. tour now. There's no more traveling tours left, if you notice. Wow. Yeah, Lollapalooza is one town now. And uh, I think uh, the SoCal one had, tw- uh, the Carson one had 23,000. <laughs> pretty amazing. Yeah, that was packed. It's pretty econo, too, for one of those things, you know, compared to. I guess what's going to be a move is to more like Europe, where you have festivals. It seemed like it was pretty fun for a lot of those young bands because they were all saying this has been the greatest time of our lives. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty neat that they were getting off on it so much. And you got to be young. I mean, 10, 12, 14 hours in the sun. And they got fed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I hung out in the beer.
good. God, bank. There's hardly any shade. <laughs> you know, but people are. It's a lot different than when I was at concerts as a young person with people wasted and just. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> the wasted element is so much lower. Mm-hmm. People laying around <laughs> puking and shit. That's a lot different. That's, that's what was missing. <laughs> In fact, that's what I was missing. You were missing that? Yeah. Yeah, what was your uh, take on it, Peak? My take on it, I was kind Besides of... Besides not knowing anybody. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of like my thing anyway, going into something that I have no no knowledge about. Like, you know, hanging like out with you. Gig. That, hanging out with you, hanging out with Wilco. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, Wilco. Um, was Wilco done a warp tour? I don't think so. That would. Yeah, but what are your thoughts to the warp tour? Yeah, um, no, I'm just saying, like, I, kind of going in into it like anthropological type <laughs> surveillance, sort of like. On my thought is like, there's a bunch of kids. Um, I don't know. I'm a negative person, <laughs> so I don't know. I should follow you on your very encouraging words about the bands and the people. <laughs> Oh, one thing I was, that impressed me the most. What is, I was saying was, there's opportunity. I think you can really go for it if you want to. There's still the Lord of the Flies thing, you know. Mm-hmm. People have feel group pressure to be conformist. Yeah, but, uh, I actually know and that. Still, yeah. I mean, maybe that's just a theory. But the theory was it's embedded in human nature. Yeah. That they want to go for lynch mobs and things, <laughs> beautiful things like that. That is if you are stuck in a confined environment, you know? Like, if you're not on an you island, I think you can just run off. <laughs> I mean, you just break, you just don't have to group together and try to outpower somebody else. But, I don't know, I just feel... You want to be truant from school? The what? Truant? Sorry. True, it um, means you don't go to school. It's, I, I think it's in the book. Oh, okay, sorry. Right, police can arrest you for being true, right? Yeah. Remember? Yeah, that's uh, what i got to deal with because my student, students are independent study students, so they're always roaming the streets during school hours. So and the cops are scouting. Out, but I give them get-out-of-jail-free cards. Yeah. And if they're nice, the cops are cool. <laughs> and let them go. Yeah. But and I wasn't impressed with the band so much, except a couple bands. Right. I I did stumble upon a, a band that is full of bells and whistle and nothing but just shows, <laughs> but I ended up liking it because it went all out. Uh, Family Force Five, that was. It's really. Oh yeah, I saw them. Yeah, they're really funny. <laughs> yeah. They just clowning around. Did you around like Oreska uh, band? The what? The which one? From oh yeah, 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 yeah. I really like them because they're cute and they. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> they could play. They could you know, play. They're high school people. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. All girls scar band from Japan. Uh, yeah, I I got to watch them a little bit. They were like playing next to your stage. Um, on the yeah, brother Matt was saying the stages were kind of close, so you had to get in on. Yeah, those two especially. Yeah, they were right. Yeah. Like you could look at the guy, guy do a tandem singing. Yeah. <laughs> Sing <along>. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Sound was blasting too. <laughs> Yeah, that band I liked, um, but they kind of very almost like too. I don't know. Maybe they really okay. Like, okay, let's drop the kids for a minute. What'd you think of old school stage? Old school stage. Actually, it was really funny. Uh, I just <laughs> okay. Because you're too young to really uh, know old school. I'm just too out of place in general in anywhere I go. To the bathroom. 
well, it was the heads were right there. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go to porta potty ever. You would suffer. <laughs> I would rather go into the bushes. <laughs> Where was the bushes? There, there's a parking lot. I know, I know, but um, Cal State Dominguez. And the velodrome was right by there. They built for the Olympics. Yeah, they tore that down already. Uh, but no, oh. it's inside. Raymond went into it. Oh yeah, big banked uh, yeah, track. Yeah, they used to have concerts there. That was a great place for shows. Yeah, but the warp tour is usually done in the parking lot. So even mm. if it's at a venue, it's in the parking lot of the venue. Mm. Just the way the stage is set up and everything, and the booths. So again, I, I like the I, I like the old school stage because it's the it's more mellow. Uh, two of the the um, you thought the bands were mellow. The the whole area <laughs> is mellow because like the two two of the the shows, two out of three shows, actually was uh, less. I think I think the location in Carson, I thought for sure that it's gonna be like completely forgotten corner. But it wasn't really. I think that more people were participating and and anticipating bands there than the other two shows so the three crowds are all young crowds but but actually they are different you know like the San Diego San Francisco Chula and, Vista and sorry Chula Vista Mountain View and Carson they're all different like the crowds are di- really different um the the one in San Diego I think is the least impressive because <laughs> they I don't know the crowd I thought they were great to play for wear a lot of makeups <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I actually enjoyed, in, in contrast, the old school more because there seems to be more. But that's me because I like like there's history, there's relationship, there's community that you guys is you know been through. It's like old friends seeing each other, kind of. Yeah, it was funny when you see them. They, hey, we're both still alive. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. There was a lot of that. Yeah, because <laughs> there's some of us that aren't. Not. Yeah. Yeah, they're on the skateboard ramp. That was cool. Oh, yeah, Tony yeah. Alba was there too, you know? Yeah, I was over there for a while. There was some weird stuff going on at the DJ stage. Yeah? What stuff, weird like, stuff that I um, missed? Like uh, people DJing with like guitars or stuff around their neck. Just oh, yeah, yeah, that's a new thing. Yeah. yeah. It's trying to show both that they too can also play an instrument yeah, along so like with electronic music. Two dudes playing laptops with matching get ups yeah. and guitars and yeah. dancing coordinated. It was kind of weird. I, wow. suppose, <laughs> I suppose the idea could work, but I haven't seen one that works yet. Yeah. <laughs> Trippy concept. Yeah. Poor execution. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's in baby stage. Yeah. Yeah. They're pioneers. They're pioneers. True. But but I don't know. I'm I'm kind of like really a bit yeah, pessimistic cool. about kids this generation because it seems to be in a lost cause kind of. God, it's, you didn't know my generation. Then. <laughs> you think these kids are lost, man? Well, I'm sure I can say that about majority of people at any time because. <laughs> and they were way conformist in the '70s. Yeah, I would yeah. say more than now. Yeah, not open-minded to different musics. No, not even. Not even. I think nowadays way more. Really? Yeah. yeah. Why do you think that is? I remember Mike Brinson was like the first punk rock dude in my school, yeah. and Peter. and everybody really tripped on him hard, you know. And he was a total pioneer. He was not even shy about it. I think he lives in life. Indiana now. He comes back all the time. Uh, yeah, Vinny said he's seen him. 
Yeah, he was not shy. In fact, he got fiercer. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't know, something about like me being like nonchalant and open about everything is kind of new trend. <laughs> like, I'm so cool, I can accept it. Yeah. But in a in a fashionable way, somehow, I guess I, I guess that that's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm difficult. I just want people. Over I want dance. people to have more reasons to do what they yeah, do. Yeah, they're still developing. They're still coming on. Yeah, give them a shot. Um, I think. Okay. There's still works in progress. Well, we all should be, but they are biologically still. Why we're dying. <laughs> We've turned the corner and are slowly dying. But uh, I was very impressed by the old school stage bands playing so intense. Oh, yeah. yeah. Into Nobody, it. you know, the walkers were thrown aside. <laughs> they were playing hard, <laughs> all of aside. them. Nobody yeah. was playing calm. No one was just doing the do everybody went for it they were playing sharp you know what Lisa, Lisa your friend said you know she said like if you put these bands together back in the days and said 20 years from now would you do a reunion they would say fuck no <laughs> and yeah, that they probably, were people probably didn't think they were going to live that long <laughs> that's true yeah, people that scene was a crazy scene people lived very hard very hard <clears throat> so people uh, that made it through have a different kind of wisdom and I think they uh, cherish the time you have and want to make of it yes. everybody was talking plans Bonus time. about doing music and stuff <laughs> it was really uh, a great spirit around you know it, it, it was and there was no rivalry that's the great thing about the Warp Tour too. Everybody plays half hour, and then Kevin picks the times of the bands in the morning, so no one knows when, gonna, when they're going to play for that day. That's yeah, tricky, yeah. yeah. And uh, well, it keeps people from just showing up uh, right before they play. They all have to get there, and also just a half hour each. Uh, yeah, no big headliner, little mouse opening. It, it's a good thing in a lot of ways. I was uh, proud to be part of it. Very honored. And uh, let's play some music from some of the bands that were there.
except there are no rules Second rule, same as the first Skate and destroy all your life Never give up until you die Skater die Skater die Skater die Skate or die Skate all day, skate all night Grab your board and destroy Seek and attack the system Never give up until you die Skater die Skater die Skater die Skate or die Live from Pedro show Um We get into that Chunk of uh Music from uh Bands played the Warp Tour 2008, old school stage. Started with uh, Bloodstains by Agent Orange, then Let's Pretend by The Germs. I Don't Care About You by Fear. The Dickies with Give It Back. And an old demo from TSOL called Wash Away. And finally, Skater Die by DI. And again, it wasn't so much nostalgia or sentimental crap as much as just good feeling to be with veteranos everybody seeing each other and playing for each other and hey some young people got turned on to it and they were tripping on it that one gig I think it was Mountain View I said um, did you ever think about being an old punk rocker or is it just a phase and that might have been a little mean you know because I didn't get to see any old punk rockers when I was a young punk rocker so I'm just tripping on their experience about it Um, the only thing new is you finding out about it it's alright interesting what they do with it it's always been interesting because I never thought punk was a style of music, you know. Mm-hmm. Just opportunity, let the freak flag fly. Of course, sometimes, you know, you're bucking against a lot of social conditioning and stuff. On the other hand, any farmer would tell you, if you want a good crop, use a lot of manure. <laughs> what do you got to say about that, Miss Pig? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have to come, I'll get nah, back to you nah, on that. Nah. I'll get back to you I'm on it. I'm into that honest reaction. <laughs> you are not into honest reaction? <laughs> I'm into it, way into it. Well, I'll get back to you. Like you said, you didn't honest. know of any of the history and all this and that. That's right. I don't blame you. But you could tell me probably a lot about Rush. <laughs> you, you have selective. <laughs> like most humans. It's all right. It's all right. Don't worry. No judgments. Oh, at the end of the first hour of the August 20, <laughs> 2008, Watt from Pedro show, hold tight for hour two. August 20, 2008, it's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
Watt from Pedro Show. We started the second hour off with uh, Sunbeam from Yukahana. Memory, a demo uh, from Yuki Kawana. And then Crystal Silence from Jeannie Keiko. And uh, something off Boris's new album, You Put Up Your Umbrella. And we're going to follow that up with some spin cycle from Brother Matt. Cool. Yeah. 
Brother Matt, thank you very much for that installment of the spin cycle. New toy is breaking in. Yeah, now talk about this new stuff you got. All the old stuff was broken down. It had so much dirt and crap from many Burning Mans. Right. And uh, so I got some new gear. Got little technology upgrade. Got the tractor pulling it in the Mac laptop. Right. And got some new uh, CD players. Right. The new mixer. Right. All plugged in together for the first time ever. Said adios, sayonara to the Behringer. Yeah, crap. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and uh, for you folks' information, this was the very first time he used it. Huh? Baby we, we were plugging it in. Pedro we were plugging it in before we started. Right. <laughs> what he who dares dares. Yeah, I wasn't, wasn't afraid at least. No. No, we showed extreme bravery. Afraid of being fried. Alright, let's listen to it.
mind of a gentle elderly man with a long white beard and a faraway look in his wise old eyes. Small, bad-tempered eyes. Very pleasant. Very, very, very pleasant. Very pleasant and interesting. They are very silly. And they say, ah, yes, well, very, 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 and very snappy. Spin cycle there. Thank you again, brother. Uh, we heard uh, "Earthquake Heart" by the Dirt Bombs, and then for the little dudes by Evangelista, Pedro Girl, Carla Boslich. Cool. And finally, "Small Bad Tempered Eyes" from Position Normal. Right, just for you, Miss Peak. Cool article about Carla in uh, Weekly. Because she's torn, she's playing around. She was just uh, playing here last week. Um, same day that you played at Chula Vista. Chula Vista. Yeah, she was playing at the Echo. The Echo. And that's why I couldn't go. Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, we're at the end of the second hour, August 20, 2008. Edition of Watt from Peter Show. Hold tap for hour three. August 20th, 2008. It's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro Show. Here's something new from Free Kitten. It's called seasick.
I can see her brighter than the day. She's never home. She's not alone. Watch her hands try to find the keys, playing me. Day too long, we're whistling your baby song. Tiptoe to the television room, her light is on. She's leaving soon. Oh, Departure gates. Meet her eyes and know there's something wrong. You're ready, I'm already gone. I'll do what she wants to. Thank、you.
from Pedro Show started off the third hour with Seasick from Free Kitten which kind of inspired a discussion amongst <laughs> us that was a great some life puke memories <laughs> brother Matt right yeah you I had heard some on the radio from... so intense it made you start puking yeah it was crazy and, and all the highlight reels of uh, working on the Catalina boat yeah I know that catches. yeah that's yeah, some actual stuff. physical there maybe you're yeah. dri- maybe Twan your driving was kind of wind I've been accused of driving like a taxi driver. <laughs> Mountain roads, right? Yeah. Change that topic real quick, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watching the street poles go by, fence posts. That was a crazy I know ride. cats who can't even uh, take them on the first few tours they can't read. Mm-hmm. Just the book. They haven't learned no. to bounce the book with the road, so they're holding it all still, and their head's bobbing. And Motion sickness. Pretty soon they're, yes. Yeah. Ready to puke. Because, you know, the theory is dinosaurs. They're yeah, actually related. They're not birds. related to lizards. And yeah, stuff. they're birds. They're more birds. Like, you know, if you read into that theory, it's easy to to draw the correlation. And you look at a bird, it's like, oh yeah, I could see the T Rex in that fucking little barrel. Yeah, there's actually bones <laughs> in the hip and the ankle. Yeah, they're yeah. really close. Yeah. True. Yeah. So 
And there was a feathered dinosaur. Mm-hmm. It had a leather bill with teeth, mm-hmm. but it had feathers. Archaeopteryx. Uh, it was a platypusosaurus, I think it was called, right? Archaeopteryx. Have you ever seen a platypus? They're a trip. <laughs> they got to separate the men and the women because of a... They got a spike behind them. They got uh, web feet and like beaver coat and mm-hmm. yeah. beaver tail. and Yeah, they're all confused. And the leather, um, the duckbill is kind of leathery. Yeah. Trippy. Mm-hmm. And they lay eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know this idea of Pangea, huh? Yeah. Where it was all one continent. Mm-hmm. Right. In Australia, they think, broke off really early. Mm-hmm. Another one is Madagascar. It has life that's like lemur. Mm-hmm. Charlie Plymel was telling me... Uh, Burroughs gave a lot of money to organizations to help the lemur. Burroughs? William S. Burroughs. Mm-hmm. You ever read his last book? It's all about cats. He's in love with cats. Here's some more about- music.
Just like in New Orleans, you are now all under martial law. And whatever happened to America? Land of the free, yeah, but not me. Give us your poor, your tired, your weak, and while you're at it, give George Bush and his corporation. Oops, I meant his administration. Give them all of your money. You see, they don't care about the poor. They care about money and oil, which equals death and war. When we say now is the time to stand and fight and take back our country from those in power. I know they have the guns, but we've got the hope. Let's stand together and take back what's ours. Somebody's screaming something. They never seen it coming. The streets are bleeding, and all you can see is people running. Cause pledge allegiance doesn't mean you got your freedom cousin That shit to me ain't nothing I ain't gonna buy that to no man, no flag Shit, I take my own stance, salute myself in both hands This land ain't your land, this is for me and mine So let my people shine, fuck your folks man I represent the voices of the weak and poor Getting exploited with the need for more And usually all the greedy horns Turn it back on my community to go compete in wars
Juan from Pedro's show. Uh, you just heard Contra by Light. And before that was uh, Aya by Many Birthdays. I was telling folks here that I love the name of that band. I can relate to it. Symbol of Hope by Whole Wheat Bread. That's a band I saw at the Warp Tour. Uh, we were looking, you know, there's 85, 90, 95 bands every day. So you look at the uh, list paper of you know, bands playing. And some of these names of these bands were like, whoa. <laughs> and I thought for sure that it was a hippie band. Whole Wheat Bread. <laughs> so I go to check them out, and they're three brothers from Jacksonville in a power trio rocking. And then, and then it dawned on me, oh, yeah. White Bread, Whole Wheat Bread. Yeah. <laughs> and to do with hippies. I regret it. I missed it. And we started off with The Word by Devin Hoff. Solo string bass and um, abandoner of peak. <laughs> Twan, there's got to be something on your mind. Pretty much always. I'm not quite sure where where it is. It's enunciated. A little bit uh, pilled up right now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's hurt. His back is. Yeah. They did an MRI. There's two bulges. No mm-hmm. surgery, right? But no, no surgery, but uh, lots of opiates. Yeah, good. Nice. Mm, nice. Good uh, vibe, <laughs> healing vibes on you. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we mic'd up here. Can can, can you actually hear me? You just have to speak. Get closer. Is that mic on? Yeah, I'm looking forward to going out and trying out this uh, upright surfing with Brother Matt on Saturday. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> the where? The where? No, no, board. but I've been talking to the dude down at Extreme Line about uh, get, busting out some demos. So, yeah, I've been been doing my homework and ready for some action. Is it upright? Uh, what's it called? Stand up paddle. Yeah, and they jam because yeah. it, it draws no water. Yeah, it looks yeah, pretty so fun. Sh- yeah, haul out. It looks surreal. I mean, yeah, I saw it for my first time today down at Royal Palms. Yeah, I kayaked and got uh, given, uh, gone by me. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was given one, but mm-hmm. it's still in Long Beach. I can't fit it in my boat. It's 14 feet long. <laughs> no shit. Okay. Yeah, it's about this wide. Yeah, yeah. They're huge. Yeah. They're heavy? So, no, it's like a surfboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's big and bulky and awkward. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, my... Kayak's nine and a half feet. It just fits. Mm-hmm. This baby, you know, it's Silbert Smitty's pad. Mm-hmm. I got bad knees too. I'm, I'm afraid a little bit about standing up like that. <coughs> you know, sitting in a little hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little more calm for a while. In fact, tomorrow's my last paddle for tour. Because it's Thursday. There's some more music.
innumerable Giggle and chuckle, keep on laughing With no differentiation between high and low and rich and poor Speaking about nothing of importance Pull out with a loud voice With a bracelet on the big outer garment Those who assume importance are the ones respecting and praise today Once you speak, you go too far Playing a bad game on the Japanese chess Nothing alone, matching the tone of the opponent A strict plan becomes necessary The more mouth, the more sin, more like the friends
Started our final chunk of music for this evening with an endless contortionist and a piece, uh, Ushida Movement One, uh, Matoganda and her crew. Cool. Okay. She did jam with Brother Matt. Yeah. Hello. Uh, Watson did a big one. Yeah, he was going up, man. Right. He wails. Then we had 5471 with Ceiling Detuned. And then Epilogue by Zippace. And finally, Mockingbird Comes Calling You by Black Moth Super Rainbow. Remember, I was asking Mr. Tom, where'd you get that name? He said, well, you know, I always wanted to have a band called that. <laughs> Everybody. Thanks for joining me, Miss Peak, Brother Matt, yeah. Twan, Sama. First time to Pedro? Yeah. First time I want from Pedro show. Pedro. First time. Twofer. Papa Cherry. Welcome aboard. Pop the toys. Our stereo. Uh, I go off tour. I'm going to try to do a show in uh, Germany. Uh, so on the road, watch from Pedro show. And then come back and rejoin Brother Matt here. In the Love Grotto on the Pleasure Point. Until then, it's been August 20th, 2008. Why from Pedro Show? Keep your powder dry. <laughs> <laughs>